Section 6 of The Adventures of Danny Meadow Mouse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Danny Meadow Mouse by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 17 Danny Meadow Mouse Becomes Worried. Danny Meadow Mouse limped around through the dear old briar patch where he had lived with Peter Rabbit ever since he had squirmed out of the claws of Hooty the Owl and dropped there, right at the feet of Peter Rabbit. Danny limped because he was still lame and sore from Hooty's terrible claws, but he didn't let himself think much about that because he was so thankful to be alive at all. So he limped around in the old briar patch, picking up seed which had fallen on the snow, and sometimes pulling down a few of the red berries which cling all winter to the wild rose bushes. The seeds in these were very nice indeed, and Danny always felt especially good after a meal of them. Danny Meadow Mouse had grown very fond of Peter Rabbit, for Peter had been very, very good to him. Danny felt that he never, ever could repay all of Peter's kindness. It had been very good of Peter to offer to share the old briar patch with Danny because Danny was so far from his own home that it would not be safe for him to try to get back there. But... Peter had done more than that. He had taken care of Danny, such good care, during the first few days after Danny escaped from Hooty the Owl. He had bought good things to eat while Danny was too weak and stored to get things for himself. Oh, Peter had been very good indeed to him. But now, as Danny limped around, he was not happy. No, sir, he was not happy. The truth is, Danny Meadow Mouse was worried. It was a different kind of worry from any he had known before. You see, for the first time in his life, Danny was worrying about someone else. He was worrying about Peter Rabbit. Peter had been gone from the old briar patch a whole night and a whole day. He often was gone all night, but never all day too. Danny was sure that something had happened to Peter. He had thought of how he begged Peter not to go up to Farmer Brown's young peach orchard. He had felt in his bones that it was not safe, that something dreadful would happen to Peter. How Peter had laughed at him and bravely started off. Why didn't he come home? As he limped around, Danny talked to himself. Why cannot people be content with all the good things that are sent and mind their affairs at home instead of going forth to roam? It was the second night since Peter Rabbit had gone away. Danny Meadow Mouse couldn't sleep at all. Round and round through the old briar patch he limped and finally sat down at the edge of it to wait and watch. At last, just as jolly round, red Mr. Sun set his first long rays of light across the green meadows. Danny saw something crawling toward the old briar patch. He rubbed his eyes and looked again. It was, no, it couldn't be. Yes, it was Peter Rabbit. But what was the matter with him? Always before, Peter had come home, liberty, 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 lip. But now he was crawling, actually crawling. Danny Meadow Mouse didn't know what to make of it. Nearer and nearer he came Peter. Something was following him. No, Peter was dragging something after him. At last, Peter started to crawl along one of his little private paths into the old briar patch. The thing dragging between him caught in the brambles, and Peter fell headlong in the snow, too tired and worn out to move. Then, Danny saw what the trouble was. A wire was fast to one of the near Peter's long hind legs, and to the other end of the wire was fastened part of a stake. Peter had been caught in a snare. P Danny hurried over to Peter, and tears stood in his eyes. Poor Peter Rabbit! Oh, I'm so sorry, Peter, he whispered. Chapter 18 
Danny Meadow Mouse returned the kindness. There, Peter Rabbit lay. He had dragged that piece of stake a long way, a very long way indeed. But now he could drag it no farther, for it had caught in the bramble bushes. So Peter just dropped on the snow and cried. Yes, sir, he cried. You see, he was so tired and worn out and frightened. And his leg was so stiff and sore and hurt him so. And then it was so dreadful to actually get home and be stopped right on your very own doorstep. So Peter just lay there and cried. Just supposing old Granny Fox should come poking around and find Peter caught that way. All she would have to do would to be to get hold of that hateful snake caught in the bramble bushes and pull Peter out where she could get him. Do you wonder that Peter cried? By and by, he became aware that something was wiping away his tears. It was Danny Meadow Mouse, and Danny was singing in a funny little voice. Pretty soon, Peter stopped crying and listened, and this is what he heard. Isn't any use to cry. Not a bit, not a bit. Wipe your eyes and wipe them dry. Use your weight, use your weight. Just remember that tomorrow never brings a single sorrow. Yesterday has gone forever, and tomorrow gets here never. Chase your worries all away. Nothing's worse than just today. Peter smiled in spite of himself. That's right, that's right. Smile away, Peter Rabbit. Smile away. Your troubles, sir, are all today. And between you and me, I am to believe they are so bad as you think they are. Now you lie still just where you are. Lie, go see what can be done. With that, oft whisk Danny Meadow Mouse as spry as you please, in spite of his lame leg. And in a few minutes, Peter knew by his little twitches at the wire on his leg that Danny was doing something at the other end. He was. Danny Meadow Mouse had set off to gnaw that piece of steak all to splinters. So there he sat and gnawed and gnawed and gnawed. Jolly round, red Mr. Sun climbed higher and higher in the sky, and Danny Meadow Mouse grew very hungry. But still, he kept right on gnawing at that bothersome steak. By and by, happening to look across the snow-covered green meadows, he saw something that made his heart jump. It was Farmer Brown's boy coming straight over toward the dear old bar patch. Danny didn't say a word to Peter Rabbit, but not faster than ever. Farmer Brown Boy was almost there when Danny stopped gnawing. There was only a tiny bit of the steak left now, and Danny heard to tell Peter Rabbit that there was nothing to stop him now from going to his most secret retreat in the very heart of that old briar patch. While Peter slowly dragged his way along, Danny trotted behind to see that the wire did not catch on the bushes. They had safely reached Peter Rabbit's secret retreat when Farmer Brown's boy came up to the edge of the old briar patch. So this is where that rabbit that killed our peach tree lives, said he. We'll try a few snares and put you out of mischief. And for the rest of the afternoon, Farmer Brown's boy was very busy around the edge of the old briar patch. Chapter 19 Peter Rabbit and Danny Meadow Mouse Live High Peter Rabbit sat in his secretest place in the dear old briar patch with one of his long hind legs all swelled up and terribly sore because of the fine wire fast around it and cutting into it. He could hear Farmer Brown's boy going around on the edge of the dear old briar patch, stopping every little while to do something. In spite of his pain, Peter was curious. Finally, he called Danny Meadow Mouse. Danny, you are so small and can keep out of sight easier than I can. Go as near as ever you dare to Farmer Brown's boy and find out what he's doing, said Peter Rabbit. So, Danny Meadow Mouse crept out as near to Farmer Brown's boy as he ever dared, and studied and studied to make out what Farmer Brown's boy was doing. By and by, he returned to Peter Rabbit. I don't know what he's doing, Peter, but he's putting something in every one of you private little paths leading into the briar patch from the green meadows. 
Ha, said Peter Rabbit. There are little loops of that queer stuff you got to hang to your leg, Peter, conceded Danny Meadow Mouse. Just so. And he puts cabbage leaves and pieces of apple all around, said Danny. We must be careful, said Peter Rabbit. Peter's leg was in a very bad way, indeed, and Peter suffered a great deal of pain. The worst of it was, he didn't know how to get off the wire that was cutting into itself. He had tried to cut the wire with his big teeth, but he couldn't do it. Then he met a mouse that tried and tried to gnaw that wire, but it was the least bit of use. But Danny wasn't easily discouraged, and he kept working and working at it. Once he thought he felt it slip a little. He said nothing, but kept right on working. Pretty soon, he was sure that it slipped. He went right on working harder than ever. By and by, he had it so loose that it slipped right off of Peter's leg, and Peter didn't know anything about it. You see, that cruel wire snare had been so tight that Peter didn't have any feeling except a pain left in his leg. And so when Danny Meadow Mouse pulled the cruel wire snare off, Peter didn't know until Danny held it up in front of him. My, how thankful Peter was, and how he did thank Danny Meadow Mouse, but Danny said it was nothing at all, just nothing at all, and that he owed more than that to Peter Rabbit for being so good to him and letting him live in the dear old briar patch. It was a long time before Peter could hop as he used to, but after the first day, he managed to get around. He found that Farmer Brown's boy had spread those miserable wire snares in every one of his private little paths. But Peter knew what they were now. He showed Danny Meadow Mouse how he, because he was so small, could safely run among the snares and steal all the cabbage leaves and apples which Farmer Brown's boy had put there for bait. Danny Meadow Mouse thought this great fun and a joke on Farmer Brown's boy. So every day he stole the bait, and he and Peter Rabbit lived high while Peter's leg was getting well. And all the time, Farmer Brown's boy wondered why he couldn't catch Peter Rabbit. End of section 6